If you've been around Parkview very long, you know that for a number of years, we've given our thousands of volunteers a weekend off with their families to say thank you for faithfully serving all year and to give them some rest after 26 Christmas Eve services. Because Christmas fell on a Saturday, we debated whether we should do online worship on Sunday the 26th or if we should do it also on January 2nd. We decided to go with the 26th only, but that was before so many people were coming down with COVID. Just to be safe, after everyone being with their family for the holidays, we are going to go ahead and meet online only January 2nd as well. Then we will be back in person on January 9th with a special message from Pastor Tim that you will not want to miss. We also want to thank you for the generosity this year. We've been blessed to see God do some amazing things throughout this year, and it's because of people like you. If you would like to give for our end of the year giving, you can join us at parkviewchurch.com give. We're so grateful for you tuning in with us today, and we look forward to seeing you back on campus January 9th. So here we are. We've survived another Christmas. You know, the British and Canadians observe Boxing Day on December 26th, and several European countries consider that day a second Christmas or St. Stephen's Day. But for most of us, Christmas has happened, the madness has ensued, and today we have a post-Christmas hangover. We spend a month or more, if you consider Christmas season to start after Halloween, decorating, baking cookies, buying gifts, listening to Christmas music, watching movies, and in one 24-hour period, it's all over. But this day after Christmas holiday is a tradition more and more people are grabbing onto to stretch Christmas out one more day because it's a holiday that's worth savoring. My family is one of those who's embraced this December 26th tradition. When my sister and I got older and got married and had kids of our own, Christmas morning tradition of opening presents with our immediate family obviously changed. We wanted to have that morning before our own families, and then we had in-laws to consider, so about 12 years ago, we came up with a brand new tradition. We celebrate Christmas Eve on Christmas Day in our own ways, and then all meet up at my parents' house on Christmas night. The kids all spend the night at grandma's and grandpa's. We wake up to another Christmas day on December 26th all together. We all wear our matching Christmas pajamas that my sister makes us get. We open presents and spend the day together. We really just started this as a way to make all of our extended families happy and to have more time together on a day other than Christmas or Christmas Eve. But it has turned into a deep-rooted family tradition. Twelve years later, our kids are older and are beginning to start their own lives, so we figured maybe it was time for a change. But none of the six grandkids would even think about changing spending December 26th any other way. My daughter even recently got married and told her husband that she will compromise on all holidays except December 26th at her grandma's and grandpa's. So on the day after Christmas, you'll find me opening gifts at my parents' house, wearing my matching pajamas, having my Christmas 2.0. This got me thinking about other traditions, what other traditions my family celebrates, and why traditions are so important. Here's something you might not know about me. I am known for forgetting a lot of things. My keys, my phone, my glasses, my wallet. So I have some systems to help remind me where things are. 
I have a hook in my kitchen that I always put my keys on, a certain pocket in my purse just for my phone, and my glasses, yeah, I haven't quite figured out a good system for those, so I have multiple pairs that I keep all over the place. But how do we remember the big things? Like God's love for us, investing quality time with our loved ones, our family's values. I think this is what traditions are. They are a system to help us remember and to help give us a sense of acceptance and belonging. I asked some of my friends some of the traditions they have as a family during this season. I heard things like pajama car rides to look at lights, serving somewhere as a family for a day in the month of December, three generations of families getting together for a day of baking cookies, or reading Luke chapter 2 about the story of Jesus' birth under the Christmas tree before they open presents. If you read chapters Exodus and Leviticus in the Bible, you'll see these chapters are jam-packed with rituals and ceremonies and traditions. God is essentially telling his people, remember me, remember how I saved you. In Exodus 12, God told the Israelites to use a special tactic to protect themselves from the plague that he would be sending through the land of Egypt. The Israelites were to mark their doors using the blood of the lamb they'd slaughtered. When the Lord saw that the blood was above the door, he would pass over them, keeping them safe from the plague. The Israelites called this event the Passover, and Moses instructed Israel to keep this tradition and celebrate it every year at a feast called Passover. When you enter the land that the Lord will give you as he promised, you are to observe this ceremony. When your children ask you, what does this ceremony mean to you? You are to reply, it is the Passover sacrifice of the Lord. For he passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt when he struck the Egyptians and spared our homes. Traditions are like anchors in our days, our weeks, or our years. They're constant and they're a comfort that we can lead into when life gets crazy. They remind you that this is who you are, this is who you love, or this is what you believe. God knew we would forget, so he gave us the gift of traditions to help us remember. How are you using yours? In this new year ahead, reflect on something you want to remember and you want your family to never forget. Here's an idea. This year, as you prepare for the new year, sit down around your favorite dinner and read Isaiah 43, 16 to 21. Be creative with it. If you've got kids at home, have everyone read a verse so you're reading it together. Ask yourself, your kids, your family, your spouse, what new things you hope God may do in the new year. Then take some time to pray and ask God for those things together as a family. Put a calendar appointment in your phone to do the same thing again next year and the year after. Is there a tradition you need to create to help you remember? Because here's the thing about traditions, you can start a new one at any time. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for another Christmas season. Thank you so much for what this day represents. Thank you for sending your son to die on the cross so that we can live with you forever. God, help us to never forget what this season is all about. I thank you, Lord, for the gift of traditions. And as we go into the new year, Lord, breathe new life into our lives and into our traditions and help us remember the things that are important to you that should be important to us. In your name we pray. Amen. Oh, your mercy.
As a father 